depressing an experience as I've ever had going to the movies. Now, I know some people found this movie fun, but me, I'd rather spend two hours having root canal work done. It's yeah, a terrible film from beginning to end. You know the theory of reincarnation where the dues we pay in this lifetime yes. may get to collect in another lifetime? For having seen this movie, I want months and months and months in a beautiful valley. Well, on a scale of one to ten, we give it a uh, three. Good. Let's give it a one. It's me, your twin. <laughs> I don't know why it sounded like little Nicky. That's <laughs> that sounded only... like a really bad Jennifer Coolidge impersonation. I, yeah, that's I really want. It's me, corn dog. <laughs> oh God, oh, makes me want a hot dog real bad. Makes you want a hot dog. <laughs> what a <laughs> you know? She kind of sounds like Carol Channing. Oh, kind of, yeah. Yeah. Raspberries. Raspberries. <laughs> All right. Well, why are we doing that voice poorly? Because Adam Sandler doesn't put much effort into it. This is Bombs Away, a bad movie comedy podcast. My name is the real Tyler Rowe. Joining me inside the studio, as always, is uh, s- 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 Peyton Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> are you calling a cat? <laughs> I was going with um, conjoined twin. Oh, there you go. Conjoined twin, Peyton Beaver, and... Oh, God. The lesser of two of a... Well, wait. No, I messed it up because that threw me off because normally you don't do (laughs) (laughs) it. Tyler did one, so I I thought I'd figure out. The greater half of a lesser duo. Jared Seifert. All right. Are you saying... What do you mean lesser half of the greater duo, huh? What are you trying to say? I'm not huh? calling We're back to trio, current so. podcast times. <laughs> Trying to say when I took your spot, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <clears throat> like I said, this is Bond's Way Bad Movie Comedy Podcast. Why are we talking about twins? Well, I always say these weird intros into the episodes as if you didn't click the episode and see the title of it. Yes, uh, we are talking today about 2011's Jack and Jill. Uh, the movie before... Uh, Adam Sandler got that wonderful deal with Netflix. Um, I have a feeling there is something there that has to do with why all of a sudden he can only be on Netflix. (laughs) Yeah, there's a few things. There's a few things, and um, I'll tell you what those few things are with an IMDb of 3.3. Worse than the Phantom, just saying. Oh my god. (laughs) Here he comes. Phantom Apologist. And the uh, Rotten Tomatoes score of 3%. Might might just be the lowest rated movie we've ever done on the show. I would have to look up what Son of the Mask is, but I am saying yeah. I think this is close. However, technically speaking, last week we did do a movie that has a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. Yeah, with uh, Jaws 4. Jaws 4 has oh, a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Last week. That's not oh, last week. Oh, two <laughs> weeks ago. Three weeks ago. Four weeks ago. ago. Four <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> uh, we're definitely not filming these <laughs> or recording these all at the same yeah, time. Yeah, we are definitely not filming these. You're absolutely correct. It's an audio podcast. Exactly. Um, directed by Dennis Dugan, who is a Adam Sandler regular. Um, he's directed some other stuff for Adam Sandler. He's acted in some stuff for Adam Sandler. Um, starring the man, the myth, the legend, Adam Sandler. Co-starring. Co-starring the man, the myth, the the legend, Adam Sandler. Um, Al Pacino, you poor bastard. And Katie Holmes, you poor bastard. (laughs) I always thought we called her Kate Holmes, not Katie Holmes. No, what? Kate? I've heard it both ways. I feel like Kate Holmes is a different person. Katie Holmes. Also, was this her last film? Katie Cruz. I, I don't know. 
This is around the time that she got divorced. From Tom Cruise? Yeah, from Tom Cruise. I do have to say, uh, Katie Holmes is a good actress. This movie may not tell you that, but uh, have you, if you if you want to see a good movie, she's in The Gift with Patricia Arquette. Is that her in it? Or I maybe, believe so. Maybe I'm getting the medium mixed up with that movie because it's the same plot. But she's excellent in that movie. Um, yes, this is 2011's Jack and Jill. Let's get right into it. Uh, the only Adam Sandler voice I can do is Little Nicky. So we uh, start this movie off with uh, some twin interviews. I hated this. Honest to God, I really was like, I bet these people aren't twins. I, bet I know, it's I was like, split it's just two edit. people talking. To yeah. The, or a person talking much. to themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. I was I was more than positive that it's just a a, a split screen with, a, with people playing. To answer my twins. question about, is this the last one she's done? No, it's not, but it's the last kind of notable thing she's done. Oh, that's for a, you. She was in Lucky Logan. Oh, Lucky Logan's so good. She was in Ray Donovan. That's the sequel to Logan. <laughs> He's not so lucky in that movie. Ooh, the Giver. The Giver. Uh, she was in How Much Your Mother for two episodes. I'm the Getter. I'm the Lever. Boy, Boy, Girl, Girl. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Boy, Boy, Girl, Girl. It was a short film. The Boy I, I think you can Brawl. find that on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, enough about Katie Holmes. We uh, start out with uh, these twin interviews. Like we said, not very sure that these people are actually twins. Um, this film starts off with the sins right off the bat because I have to see a baby's penis in the bathtub. Yeah, I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's too much. <laughs> that's a little weird. Um, the credits start out innocuous enough and then start introducing to our title characters, Jack and Jill. Also, if I was a twin and my parents named me Jack and Jill, I would kill myself at the age of eight. <laughs> There's a lot of very suggestive moments between these siblings oh, like where it's like, spoony. I don't think siblings should do that. Well, you remember in date movie made fun of it, but you remember in meet the Fockers when they were like, oh, that's who he lost his virginity to. And it was like the maid. Yeah. I was halfway expecting a joke about that in this movie. <laughs> I know Adam Sandler Ooh. wouldn't go there, but they have a weird relationship. Um, I was like, I wonder why they hate each other so much. Because they fucked. <laughs> and they're embarrassed by it. Um, we see that Jill has armpit hair. I, I that was I, This was pretty funny. I, I'm, I, I don't know. I really am. Like, this movie is so horrifically, like misogynistic towards a woman yeah however i do have to say um i don't know if you guys are going to agree with me we haven't discussed this but maybe it's a well think about it answer yeah, my I answer mean, well, as on, a woman on. he is kind of hot <laughs> no he makes an ugly woman <laughs> no what i'm saying think about this and we'll answer it when we do the jaws rating does jill deserve the feelings that jack has towards her in this film don't keep your yeah, answers like, for, now, for now while we'll talk about the movie at the end. I have the answer too, but we'll save it because okay. it might spoil the movie going forward. All right. Well, like we haven't done that before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, this is a spoiler free podcast. Thank you very much, Peyton. <laughs> we go point by point. So um, we start off in a Pepto-Bismol commercial and um, it's Regis Philman talking to a digestive tract <laughs> and... Uh, he calls cut and who pops out behind that, uh, couch or that bed there. None other than comedy legend Dana Carvey in a 10 second cameo in this movie griping about how 
he needs to finish this commercial shoot because he has Sesame Street immediately after because <laughs> he's a puppeteer. Um, Jared, say, what was the thing you were saying about uh, Dana Carvey in this role? Uh, this is his first theatrical release or his first appearance in a theatrical release since Master of Disguise, which was what, 2000. One Two, or some one? shit like hey, that. Talk about Master Disguise, because I did not know that. This was <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy to think that the two stars of Wayne's World both made movies so bad that they stopped acting for right. a number of years? Yep. <laughs> still, still, yeah. I mean, uh, Dana Carvey is kind of getting back into it, but Michael Myers is still. Wait, no, this isn't since Master in Disguise. He's in um, he's in Little Nicky. He plays a referee on the basketball team in that movie. But was that a major theatrical release? Yeah, that yeah. movie came out in yeah, theaters. It theaters. No, it didn't. Yeah. yeah it did. <laughs> That's what IMDb said about it. That's a right? lie. Fucking IMDb. Yeah, he's Wikipedia? in it because he's playing a character that he used to play on SNL in that movie where he's like, you're out of here in that fucking voice. Yeah. Um, God, Dana Carvey. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you shouldn't have made Master of Disguise. Wayne's World 3. Wayne's World have 3. we done that show, that movie on the show? Wayne's World? Master of Disguise. Master of Disguise. I don't believe so. No. Oh. We should do that one. Go, God. Turtley. That's the only part that everyone remembers Turtley. from that movie because it was in the trailers. In the trailers. And, and we were all six years old when it Burned came out. Burned into our minds. Burned into my mind. Turtle, turtle. God, why did we all have that in our brain? <laughs> so, um... We're introduced in this moment to uh, Adam Sandler's character, Jack. <clears throat> he is a... Nope, Little Nicky's before Master of Disguise. Is it really? Two years before. Oh, wow. I oh. was right. Don't shame me with uh, your lack of knowledge. That, Honest to God, hand to God, that is surprising to me. I thought that movie came out way before it. So you are right. I'm sorry. Everyone give Thank Jared you for your apology. a round of applause. Now, everyone, don't apologize for Peyton having bad taste in movies. <laughs> I like this movie for 10 minutes. So, um, those of you who follow our Instagram and voted on the poll may thank have you, seen... Thank you to those who voted to keep me on the show. Uh, we just said, do you deserve a second chance? <laughs> we didn't vote on that yet. No, um, where Peyton texted us and said, oh, I'm kind of enjoying Jack and Jill. Just, I will tell you guys the point where... He, Right now, we're in the first three minutes of the movie. I will tell you the point where he texts us after saying, oh, it just got really racist and, and regretted the rest of his decision. Yeah, it's like in the dollop when Gareth is like, I like this guy. And then Dave just reads the lines like, and then he killed 100 people. He's like, I don't like this guy yep, anymore. Yep, exactly. This, um, the opening. Except you keep talking about how you actually do kind of like this movie. Yeah, Besides yeah, yeah. the racist part, so. The opening 10 Not minutes the of this movie, movie is funny. Yeah. The 15 minutes of this movie, the establishing stuff is pretty funny. But um, we're introduced to Jack. This is Adam Sandler's character. One of them. Um, and he is a ad executive slash ad director. Oh, okay. He owns the company. And he owns the company. Hey. Real question here. Why does Adam Sandler always write himself as some insanely successful person in his movies? Fake it till you make it. Billy Madison, he's about to inherit a, a hotel empire. Bedtime stories, he's about to open a beautiful hotel. Big Daddy, Uncut he Jim. doesn't do anything. Oh, that's another movie that this guy directed was Dave, Big Daddy. <gasps> I love Big Daddy. Big Daddy's so heartfelt. I just don't like it's, the scene where yeah. the kid throws up. Yeah. Oh, well, that's because you have a problem with vomit. I have a vomit phobia. I thought you were about to say fetish. You know? <laughs> no, Gerard Way does, though. 
Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm, and not like, he like wants to be vomited on, apparently. Ugh. Yeah, that's like the next step the up. stomach acid. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the difference between like, you know, like a scat fetish. Like if you wanted to see someone poop versus being that's pooped worse. on you. Then vomit? Yeah. yeah. I, I have a vomit phobia, so that's why I think it's much yeah. worse. <laughs> I mean, both are bad, but vomit seems, comparing the two, not as dirty as poop. I was going to say, organically, I think you're more likely to be vomited on than pooped on, unless you have a child. Yeah. yeah. Then both are going to happen. Yeah. So meanwhile, on this vomit of a movie, um, it, we find out that uh, Dunkin' Donuts has reached out to Jack for an ad for their new drink called the Dunkachino, and they want Al Pacino for the ad. So there's a story behind this, too. <laughs> Initially, they were trying to get Starbucks in on it and they were just gonna call it the frau pacino frau what it's german frau i think <laughs> I it was or just a frappuccino but a frau al pacino i get it but then starbucks was like no thank you and they're like uh, so then dunkin donuts was like yeah i guess we'll do it that's this time dunkin donuts had nothing going on well, they they're Dunkin' Donuts is big on the East Coast. We yeah. don't it's, think it's, oh, it's like a big deal East here Coast. because they what just started showing up. Boston here. is their main. Boston, it's the yeah. official. Like oh. everyone loves. Do you know who loves Dunkin' Donuts? Ben Affleck. Really? <laughs> yes. There's always pictures of him coming oh, yeah. out of his house, fucking disheveled with like tons <laughs> of Dunkin' Donuts. Their coffee's fucking disgusting. I'll go on record. Isn't it saying. a lot of sugar? Yeah. I drove. There's a Dunkin' Donuts here in Riverside, but their little bacon. You that can get like a bag so of bacon. Good. That's oh really good. Oh my god. There, there's a Dunkin' Donuts here in Riverside, and it takes 45 minutes to get anywhere in Riverside. So it's about 40 minutes away, even though it's three miles down the road. I went there. I was so excited. I got the little bag of bacon. I got oh, a large iced coffee. I took one sip of the iced coffee and I threw it away. It yeah. was so fucking putrid. It, it, it felt like I licked the end of a battery when I took a sip. Ugh. Never been. But that bacon. That bacon, because it's got like a little bit of maple on it. Yeah, oh, you can get so bacon good. like you get french fries. You it's just really put like a good. bunch of little really? pieces of bacon in a bag. Huh. Yeah. It's so good. I've it's still, to... it's like the crappy restaurant bacon. It's not like real bacon. But it's still but it's really good. crispy. Huh. It's, it is, oh. I love a crispy bake. Chef's kiss. So, um, yeah, they're like, that's the, the main conflict of this. So, meanwhile, while they're setting up this entire plot line about Al Pacino, um, it's on the set of a Pepto-Bismol commercial, as we mentioned, and um, <laughs> they're just fucking chugging Pepto. They are. Yeah. It's so weird. And all the Pepto is... Drink the pink. ...is all label-facing out on this cart. They almost look CGI, too. Well, they're real, unfortunately, but... This brings up the interesting thing of Jarrett had a theory about why this movie was made. I have a theory about why this movie was made. It's an old theory that Red Letter Media brought up years ago, which is that he's just racketeering. He is Adam Sandler. Racketeering. 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 It's a. It's a. Yeah. Racketeering. Racketeering. Yeah. Is there two words like that? It's. Well, Did you say, are there two words like that? The way is that it, I'm pronouncing it's, it is... It's racketeering, not racketeering. Well, no, it's, it's like, it's, rac, it's like spelled, a racketeer. It's spelt C-O-N in the center. Like a racketeer. So it's not racketeering, it's racketeering. Oh. I don't, yeah. I'm not a very good spell. I only know that because there's a band with Jack White and it called yeah, the Racketeers. Yeah, the Racketeers. <laughs> that was the... I mean, that's a bass line, but yes, that, yes, was, that is. No, but that was <laughs> my ringtone for... Goes for one of their songs, yes probably six years of my life that was my only ringtone so here's a theory it was proposed by red letter media on youtube so 
Don't, I'm not plagiarizing. I'm just telling you. Adam Sandler's goal when he makes a movie is he knows it's not going to make any money at the box office. Or, or he knows it is, but it's going to cost a lot to make it and maybe not break even. He was paid $20 million to make this movie himself to What's act. What's the budget of this movie? Too much. Yeah, that's true. A lot of CGI. What he does is the whole setup is I'm going to get me and all my friends a vacation because notice how all of his movies take place in an exotic location. They end up on a cruise ship in this movie at some point. Yeah. And all of his movies have egregious product placement. Now, he's the producer on this film. He gets the money from the product placement. You have, in just a quick thought on on my brain here, Pepto Bismol. Dunkin' Donuts, Coke, because the, the uh, when they're in the movie theater, the, oh, the yeah. Coke cups are all uh, label facing yep, out. Yep. And who knows how many more, but he gets that money. So it's just like, that's his whole point of making these movies. Is That's how I'm going to get even more money. I'm going to get all the ad revenue money, get a vacation, and that's that. What was your theory about the movie, Jared? Oh, so my theory has more to do with like, the plot being involved with it is that Jack and Jill, because he seems so much just like his normal character, Jack, Jack is his portrayal of himself where Jill is the portrayal of all of his movies. And he's gotten to the point where he knows that Jill is typically labeled as bad, obnoxious, not needed, annoying. And he made this movie knowing that it would be bad and was like, I hope this movie shuts me out of the film business. Um, so I'm just going to make a really bad movie, but I'm going to have notes of me having conflicts with my own movies, but still having to love them. That would make this movie so fucking deep. If that, that would be such a fucking deep movie yeah. of like, oh, because shit. You know why I give you now? Well, my theory is the approach, the Adam Sandler approach to film, right? Why I think you might be right is do you remember his threat in regards to uncut gems that yep. he made. Like, oh, yeah. Where he said, if I'm not nominate, nominated for an Oscar, I'm going to make the worst movie I've ever made. Right? Do you know what that worst movie he's ever made is called? Because he there's a script for it, and it keeps getting passed on. I thought it was Jack and Jill, too. It's called The Basketball Twins. Oh. <laughs> and it is Jack and Jill, too. Oh. So I think possibly this was like a how bad do you want me to be? Cause I'll be yeah. as bad as you want because in uncut gems, he did prove, I mean, he's proved numerous what's, times that he's a very production capable company guy. that he does all happy, Ma- happy Madison. <laughs> was this one? Happy even? Madison. I don't remember. Maybe I zoned out. Was dinner this podcast? <laughs> yeah. Was this a happy Madison? Yeah, production? It is, yeah. Okay. He doesn't do anything. That's not happy. Madison. even, no, I know, but I just don't remember seeing it. That's why I was like, wait, company, yeah. Even yeah. bedtime stories, which is a Disney film. Is a Happy Madison co-production, which is crazy. Oh, Bedtime Stories to Tell in the Dark by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, he partnered with him. Guillermo del Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> in that one, you see the fish's penis, but it's more for a joke. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, we also get introduced to everyone's favorite mainstay in Adam Sandler movies, Nick Swartzen. Yeah. Give it up for Nick Swartzen, everyone. His stand-up was good. <laughs> he does make some pretty funny jokes about uh, how someone doesn't look Jewish. <laughs> and he's like, what does that mean? He's like, oh. He's like the perpetually on the verge of being fired assistant. Always putting his foot in his mouth. Yes. He's like, I'm half Jewish. 
He's like, what does that mean? No, he's like, I, he's like, he's like yeah. I'm kind of Jewish. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm atheist. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> that is a pretty... He does probably have some of the better, more consistent jokes yeah. throughout the movie. Um, but he still sucks. So, um... Oh, and then he lets him know that, like, uh... Jill wants to be picked up at the airport at yeah. four in the morning because of jet lag. Even though she's coming from New York. And they keep saying there's a four-hour difference. No, he says three. Does he? Yeah. Someone else said four. And I was like, what? There's It's three hours. I heard three. Oh, did you? Maybe I'm just dumb. I didn't hear anything, so... (laughs) Shut up. You were focused so much on this movie. You were like, oh, The Phantom was so good. I can't wait to watch my next favorite film, Jack and Jill. Heck no. And I watched Jack and Jill before The Phantom, because I wanted to save the best for last. So, uh, we go... Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't, yeah. We go to the airport, and he picks up Jill. Um, She's the only one on this flight. Apparently. She's the only one in this airport. Yeah, only one in this airport. Even the janitor's asleep. Even the janitor's asleep, yes. She has hella bags. Um, Jack tries to convince her to stay in a hotel, and... Oh, she brought a bird. <laughs> and what, he turns What's the AC name? on and poopy? the bird gets... No, he opens the windows. He, oh. he, yeah, the, the bird's name's Poopy. Pookie. Poopy? I thought it was Oh, it is Poopy. It's is it? Poopy. Yeah. yeah, and, um, let me tell you, this movie is chock full of unfunny jokes, but the most unfunny joke is this fucking bird. <laughs> I hate, except for one joke that Jared's giggling about because he's thinking about right now. <laughs> but no, I, there's two. I lump that into funny jokes from that character, not that bird. Oh, yeah. Because that, that, that character is the yeah. shining moment in this turd of a film. Um, so, yeah, they bring her back. She has a bird. <sighs> she, for some reason, needs to sleep from getting home or getting at back to the their morning. house. At like probably what five in the morning is by the time they got to their yeah, six house. in the morning depending on traffic from lax i don't think that that was an lax it says los angeles at the airport oh, there's really? only one los angeles airport no there's like a million airports in every single city well it would say if it was burbank, LAX, if it was burbank it's there, supposed to be lax because he lives there in Hollywood. Would be a lot more people in lax oh yeah, yeah i know it's trust long me beach. it's probably it, long beach that's not long beach <laughs> there's no one it would beach. say long beach on it <laughs> Long Beach is the best airport, though. That's where I'm flying out of. Uh, oh, you're going to love it. Yeah. It's so easy. Have you been? I, I've flown out there. Oh, it's oh, when so I initially good. came down here for my job interview, I flew into, LA, or into Long Beach and out of Long Beach in the same day. Oh, you spent more money interviewing for it than you still have ever Wait, made. <laughs> I know. Uh, speaking of, we have great Bombs Away merchandise here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so we get back to Jack's house. Um, she sleeps from, let's say, 6 in the morning. Let's go for it. All the way 5 past PM. 5 p.m. But even better than that, we're introduced to the only funny character in this movie right now. Uh Katie Holmes' parents are here because apparently it's uh it's 4th of 4th of July. It's God damn it. It's Thanksgiving. Um It's like Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Which that airport would be even more I know, crowded. I know. So it's Thanksgiving Day and uh Jack's wife, played by Katie Holmes, her parents <laughs> are really good people apparently they're not in the movie ever again after this but they have brought a homeless man to uh thanksgiving dinner we're also introduced to jack's two children where i did write right here why is jack's son indian because <laughs> i was like but th- yeah. yes but right now i was confused <laughs> as to why he had an indian oh, son wait, wait, wait. but uh and then his daughter is obsessed with basically american girl 
and she always dresses up the way that her doll is dressed. So in this scene, she's dressed like like a, a, a Puritan, a, yeah, like a pilgrim woman, uh, and the doll is too. Um, the the <laughs> they mention that the that her daughter that his daughter is good at karate. <laughs> And she starts doing karate in the room, and the homeless guy starts screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like, "It's okay, it's just pretend, it's just pretend." And he's like, "Oh, <laughs> it made me laugh." It's it's such a fucked up joke because like like the punchline is like homeless people are ill, yeah. but it's so funny in the moment. I would say it's more of a really fucked up joke about veterans of the Vietnam That's War. Thinking. That's what I was going to say, that homeless people like, are it's ill. Not... Yeah, but it's like... For reasons. Yeah, exactly. The Veterans but Association like... not taking care of people. It still made me laugh. I yeah. hate that I laughed as hard as I did at it, because when it happened, I was like, ah! but, uh <laughs> Well, then they also whole... make a joke about the sun that never comes up again in the movie. About him being Indian? No, about him taping things. Oh, it does oh, yeah. occasionally. There's a hamster taped to his back at one point. It's yeah, more of a visual but never gag. again. No, there's, there's a really like, good joke that literally. that she put makes. a helmet on that guy too. Yeah, that <laughs> that joke's wild. Um, we'll get to that. So they're at Thanksgiving dinner, and just to introduce you to how fucking annoying of the character Jill is, she has this thing where she explains a movie, and then everyone's like, "Oh yeah, the title of the movie," and she's like, "No," and then she keeps explaining that movie more and more. And they're like, "Yeah, the title of that movie." She's like, "No." So she's like, what's that movie, Jimmy Stewart, where he lassos the moon? Like, it's a wonderful life. And she's like, no, you know, the one where blah, 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 blah. Like, it's a wonderful life. She's like, why do you guys keep saying that? No. And like, it's fucking awful. It's this is the worst joke. And it happens. This is the joke that's like going to happen in threes. Times. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... Uh, it's brutal, and I hate to say it, but the funniest part of this movie is about to end because after this scene, you don't really see him again. But you the homeless like man is still at, yeah. <laughs> at the dining room table. Um, uh, they mention the Indian child, the Indian son, and he has a, a thing where he likes to tape stuff to him. <laughs> and Jill, Jill says... At first, he has like a chicken tape to him. Yeah, he tapes, he tapes like a, a turkey leg to himself. <laughs> but then eventually, he has this salt and pepper shaker. Yeah, the salt pepper shaker. Tape and she, goes, head. she goes, I need the salt and pulls his head and starts. <laughs> that was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. Um, he has this stuff taped on himself. And she's like, your son is Indian, right? And then he and then she says, don't you think he tapes things to himself because he doesn't feel connected to who he is? And then she's like, that was good. I, I just thought of that. <laughs> it's like, um, so we're, we're talking about twin telepathy. Um, they're like, oh, we heard that when a twin gets hurt, they can feel it. And then, of course, here comes the slapstick. They just start beating the sh- or, or Jill starts slapping herself in the face. And then she's like, can you feel that? And then Jack's like, no, I don't know. Maybe hit yourself harder. And then that Indian kid, his name's Greg, fucking rocks her <laughs> shit. And she's like, wow. And then he's like, oh, I did kind of feel that one. It's like, all right, he's thanks. Like, yeah, I felt pride in my son. Yeah, then good job, son. That lady's annoying. Um, so then she was like, why don't you like me, Jack? We were womb-made. <laughs> and he's like, oh. And then he does that um, Adam Sandler scream. Oh my god! I'm just throwing up He's like, uh, and then they're they're talking about their their twin languages, 
And it's like ookie bookie cockabookoo. It's just it's just Adam Sandler noises. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And then um they get in a fight and he's like, That's because nobody likes you. And then the best I wish it wasn't in this movie because it's so fucking funny. The homeless guy, go, after they just had a, like a fight with each other at the table, goes, "Hey, this is really awkward. I'm I'm gonna leave." <laughs> he starts getting up, and they're like, "Aren't you hungry? Don't you want a place to stay?" And he's like, "I'm okay. I'll see myself out," and just leaves. <laughs> and he just stays in the woods out back. And this is when Peyton texted us saying. Jack and Jill is... I'm kind of enjoying Jack and Jill. Am I right? Is this when you text Uh, us? Yeah. Because it it was pretty entertaining. Because I know for a fact this is when you text us because we're almost to the part where you go, oh, it just got racist. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. So for some reason, um, Jill runs off into the woods that are apparently behind their house. This... Literally, this scene only exists to show you that the homeless guy lives in the woods behind their house. Like, there's no other point to this... uh, this scene um so we go back to jack's house and he is watching a video of al pacino having a meltdown on mm-hmm. stage in your local community college's um, <laughs> production of king lear no it's supposed to be like a broadway i think it's it looks broadway. like shit i mean yeah, <laughs> well, yeah it because looks like it's community... production value of this but he i know yeah. but i'm talking like the community the sets look like a community college like threw yeah. it together yeah. real quick for him to perform and the costumes um he's having a freak out because somebody's cell phone is ringing while he's giving his like big speech also i don't know if this is king lear so don't come for me but i have a feeling it is and then it could be yeah and it's mostly just a setup for a joke that's going to happen later which doesn't with a cell phone on stage and it's really stupid except there is one part of that joke later that's funny but um yeah so basically what they're building up to is like oh my god we're going to be able to get al pacino because his career is fucked right now is essentially the like little breadcrumbs they're leaving yeah. for us um so they're like oh hey he's gonna be at the lakers game tonight we need to win him over the lakers game in like three days in lakers like three yeah versus the kings yeah sacramento kings what an awful uh what an awful like b-roll footage they had yeah. this show <laughs> um so he's this on the show phone. <laughs> he's on the you know one of the basketball shows like a, i said to show like they said of this easily. show it must have been like the cheapest footage they can get because yeah. like who cares about the kings, kings yeah. suck. um uh, sports yeah what good. city are they from sacramento yeah i just said it. i know <laughs> <laughs> i thought the kings are a hockey team they are they as are. well see got that one where are they from la good job <laughs> that one i know because i know hockey more good Hockey's a good sport. Yeah. Um, it's a real sport. Oh, my God. <laughs> like baseball. Baseball's fake. Take that fucking America's back. America's pastime? That's America's pastime. America's bore time. It is boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's fun um, to play, boring to watch. So he says on the phone to Nick Swartzen, I'm not telling my wife to wear something trashy, even if it would save our company, unless she wants to. <laughs> and it just goes back to the to go back to the phone. And this, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've been waiting for is when Peyton texted us and said, Oh no, it just got racist. We are introduced to Felipe, the uh oh, Mexican man. gardener on the house, who is constantly making jokes about how he jumped the border. And the punchline is that he goes, I'm kidding. And the uh And you're like, No, you're not. 
You're not. You're not. This is racist. And also, I know for a fact this role was written for Rob Schneider, but he had some other shit going he on. He realized I guess. how racist it was, and was like, "Yeah, I'm not." Uh, no, that. Rob Schneider is a right wing nut job. Oh, he would have yeah. been all he's... for this. He's an oh, anti vaxxer yeah. He's like a pro Trumper. Oh, did not know that. Fuck him. And also, you know what? Fuck his daughter too. He L did? King, oh. the the singer of that X's and O's song. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a fucking nut job. I'm wow. surprised he's not in this movie. I don't know what he was. I wonder if like he's trying to like distance himself from him. He's doing Deuce Bigelow three. He has a TV show called Real Rob, which is one of the most unfunny things on earth. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's brutal. Poor, poor guy. Not poor guy yeah. for being dumb. I will admit the hot chick is kind of funny. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and the animal. All right. See. And the first Deuce Bigelow. And the guy who's like, rip his fucking balls off. That's pretty good, too. And the guy... I'm just kidding. You can that. do it. Yeah, you can do it. That was supposed to be this character. And he also plays a Native American in Bedtime Stories. Ooh. Disney, you better <laughs> fix that one. Um, So Jill tells them that she actually has an open-ended ticket, which I'm like, no one sells that. That's You made that up for this movie. No one... no airline company sells an open-ended ticket that you can just go home at any time that means you don't have a ticket yeah to go home because she wants to stay longer and obviously they don't want her there um so then we have like a jill family montage here and for a mere moment i was like oh he's like really mean to her she does not deserve like she's a good person for like a mere moment because when this was uh when this was over i was like Oh, yeah, because our boy Jim or Drew Carey shows up in this scene with The Price is Right. Oh, because she <laughs> hands him a list of like, these are things I want to do when I'm in L.A. And Studio it's literally tour, like uh, horseback I riding, a game show, horseback riding, jet go ski, to a beach, jet skiing. Yeah. And it is like if you've, well, never mind. What? Both of you probably wouldn't know this, but if you've ever had someone come out from the Midwest that like doesn't understand what it's like to be in la it's like no you don't you don't just do those things and you don't even like try to do those things because it's just traps it's literally all just traps of visiting la well i can kind of i mean i can kind of know that my my mother-in-law came down a few months ago and was like i really want to go to santa monica and i was like no you don't (laughs) like no you don't all it is is grimy and dangerous Or like Venice Beach, you don't want. To yeah, and I told him that, and then uh, Carly and her sister were like, "No, we want to go. Don't tell my mom that. It's fine." And they all went, and they're like, "Yeah, it sucked." I was yeah. like, "I told you." <laughs> like, I love like I've had people visit, and like I really hope I see a famous person. I'm like, "What are you gonna do? Point at him, look at him, and go, oh my god!" One trip that my family and I took down here uh, years and years ago, we went to Universal Studios. We stayed in Hollywood off of Sunset, but we took that hop on, hop off, like sightseeing bus. Oh, oh God. We did it was a lot of fun to be completely honest. But one time a whole bunch of people jumped off of the bus at the next stop because Paula Abdul was in a candy store nearby. Oh geez. <laughs> at least aim higher. Yeah. Right? Like a D list celebrity. Like, <laughs> Hey, that's one of the judges of American Idol. Hey, she had a music video with the cartoon. <laughs> One step forward and two steps back. <laughs> and then Peter, I, I don't know the rest of the song. I only know the thing from Family Guy. He's like, and I'm dressed as a cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she gets knocked out by the Price is Right wheel. She wins that a bunch hilarious. of prizes. I laugh so hard on that one. <laughs> you like, I'm did still like trying the to Phantom. figure out how she even got knocked out by the wheel. It's, got, it's one of those she, handles that they pull to 
to spin it, and since she somehow got too close to it, and then thunk. The I thought you were going to say you were, side. you were laughing about that. They are on the side. Somehow she got like no, no they're like they don't it. stick out like. Wouldn't that. it have been cooler? She that got would sucked be horrible in. if it got sucked. Yeah, I was like, that's why they don't have hands like a Muppet thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say you thought the jet ski thing was funny, and I was like, that you see that all the time. It's not funny when they do it in Waterworld at Universal Studios. Um, again, yeah, Jill is riding the jet ski in the pool when she gets hurt, and Adam Sandler, Jack is just like, I wish you would die. Jack was like, don't break my pool, which it's an in-ground pool where it's like, how are you going to break yeah, that? Right? It literally took, like, the earth shifting to break my parents' pool, because there was a crack in the ground. You're trying to bring reason into Jack and Jill, unfortunately. Oh, I know. There's doesn't, no reason. Doesn't work. There's rhymes, but there's no reason. So then they go to the. They're at the movies now. This is mostly like a montage. She's just a thing. dumb, self-centered person. Yes. However, then the movie so at the end makes you want to feel bad for her, and then you kind of do. <laughs> but, I don't. Uh, um, they go to the movies, and all she's it only is thinking about herself. This whole movie, yeah. she's just doing self-preservation and well, not thinking about others. Listen to this next note I have. <laughs> we go to the theater and they're just like, oh, look, they're the same person because they laugh the same. And then they Jack the yells at her because she's talking on her phone in the fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, exactly. And she cries. And I wrote in my notes, Jack makes Jill cry in the theater because she is an abnormal human being. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Oh, God. I have a phone call. I have to answer it because I'm getting the phone call right now and I don't care about other people. That's all it was. She's a bad person. Yeah. All of her actions are extremely self-centered. Even whenever she's like, I think that like we're siblings and it sucks that we're not as close as we used to be when we were kids. And it's like, yeah, because that's you and you're doing it for your benefit. You're making your brother feel bad on both of yours birthdays. You're ruining everything because you want it to be about you. No, I totally She's agree. a self-centered butthole. I totally agree. I do think with that in mind, it's like when the ending revelation comes, it's like, huh, she's still a shitty person. Yeah. I can feel bad for her, but she's still, they're both awful people. Well, yeah, but he's awful because he's got money. Pretty much. She's just awful because she's awful. He's aw- She's awful because he's like, I fucking hate you. You're annoying. And then. Well, but he's got it right. That, <laughs> hey, true. don't get ahead of yourselves at the end of the. He's okay, remember rights. what we we're going to vote on at the end? Um, so uh, they go to. They're at Jack's house, and um, Jack's kids ask her why she doesn't have any children. And she's like, well, you know. I have all the parts. I'm reminded of that every month, but they just don't work right. Or no, I've just, no, she doesn't even say that. It's actually, it's not even that sad. She's like, I've just never been married. Yeah. It's like, is this movie trying to push, like, you need to be married to have children on us too? What a weird, like, uh, hill to die on for an Adam Sandler movie. (laughs) Um, And then uh, the bird says, I need a man. (laughs) It's like a... (laughs) Uh, so they go to um, birdfuckers.com to find someone. No, uh, yeah. they're going to set up a, a dating profile for Jill um, so that she can meet somebody. Oh, and they like they definitely name drop match.com. Yep. Match.com. But don't use it. OK, Cupid. They, they drop all of them. But and they don't like, use them. Nope. They go with money. like findlovetrue.com. Yep. 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 And uh, this brings us... <laughs> Uh, they set up a dating profile for her. There's, 
Her picture is her eating a piece of watermelon, I think. No, it's a panini. Oh, is it a panini? No. <laughs> or it's like it's a pastrami sandwich. Oh, is it? Yeah. That would give me good thoughts of some nice vagina. So I would I would I would swipe right on that. I am not happy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a left for me. I am not happy. <laughs> that really hurt. God, I could feel the daggers in that one. I am just I hate everything about what you choose to be. <laughs> All right, The Office season two, season finale. <laughs> I would look at that and be like, mm, no, you know what I'm No, I'm hungry. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm she like... thinks it's a bad photo, but I'm actually like, no, it's pretty good. Like, it's cute. You're smiling. You're holding a sandwich. But it is weird that you're in, like, a cupboard. Like, <laughs> At least she's not holding a fish. Am I right, ladies? Yeah, I don't know. So, Women are always complaining that men on Tinder are always carrying fish in their really. We're doing something topic. adventurous, like skydiving or standing everybody, on a mountain. Like sit, sit down, just sit. Yeah, everybody is like, I love hikes. Like, do you really? Do you I love really vacations. Love hikes? And I'm like, what bank account loves vacations? You don't like hiking? I mean, I like it, but I'm not gonna like plaster it and be like my personality. I do no. think it's an easy one. You know? Oh yeah, it's an easy date. Um, yeah, because then you can kill them. I like going See, on I, a walk. I was going to say yeah. that it's an easy date to murder somebody. Especially if it's a national park. People disappear yeah. there all the That's time. Because no one cares about Didn't it. you hear that white guy on TikTok say that? <laughs> Not that, you know, you just fall yeah. off a cliff. <laughs> um, and animals eat you. So Jack, <laughs> back at his ad company, um, they're watching a commercial and Shaq is this ham and he has a wig on <laughs> they're like why does Shaq have a wig and he's what like is, I, I don't know that was his own <laughs> that was what does his he say choice. sing about the ham he's like oh i don't know but he's like he's like biting he's like, the ham 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 eating the ham <laughs> and Shaq's been in other movies with adam sandler so this is again just another yeah. person that he knows get them a paycheck um but he does say like He's like, why does Shaq have a wig on? He's like, oh, it's his own personal choice. He's like, he looks like Al Sharpton on HGH. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, oh my God, what's the guy's name? The black guy. I'm totally drawing a blank. Tim Meadows. Yeah. Tim Meadows is also in this movie. He works with Jack. He walks in and Nick Swordson's like, oh, <laughs> Jack has an ugly sister, uh, twin sister. And he's like, you have a twin sister? Identical or fraternal? And this joke did make me laugh. I feel very dumb for laughing at it. He says, identical or fraternal? And Nick Swordson says, nocturnal. (laughs) (laughs) Which Nick Swordson has been saying things about his sister that like Adam Sandler has himself has been saying. But he but he keeps going. Oh, I'm allowed to say that because it's my sister. Yeah. But like nocturnal to me doesn't even sound insulting. It's just like, haha, funny. She's awake at night. No, it yeah. sounds more like to me like she's a creature of the night. <laughs> when I think of nocturnal, I think of bats, possums, and raccoons. They're cute creatures of the night. Yeah, but would you want to want someone to say you looked like a possum? Possums are cute. Yeah. Uh, they're cute because they're possums. But what if you met a person that looked like a possum? I mean, we know Peyton's right here. Damn. I wasn't going to say it. That's Damn. so mean. I did that see him eating out of my trash can. You have a weird word for your ass. <laughs> Peyton came in eating in my trash can. He had a bunch of babies on his back. Someone's going to support them? Yeah. Parker. <laughs> Parker's in studio today. He's asleep. My little puppy boy. Um. So... Jack says, he goes home and he's on the computer. He's like, okay, where do I find desperate guys? 
<laughs> and he's like, oh, Craigslist. And he makes an ad to date Jill. He lies a ton about who she is because she was crying previously because no one responded to her, her dating profile. So, oh. Jesus Christ. Um, so Just wait till Parker burps. <laughs> uh, the next morning, she has 100 responses to her ad. Um, so I, I also, though, don't get how that gave her a hundred responses because craigslist when is people crazy. yeah but like people are already on the website maybe they made an account for it but still like have you ever been on craigslist like guys, have you ever really looked at craigslist oh my god you have known nothing about online gay culture oh are you on craigslist a lot no but it's like the beginning point for dudes that don't know how to like handle hookups or to find them because on the gig work side of it like if you click gigs there's a lot of like looking for a foot model send me a picture of your yeah, feet yeah that's just <laughs> terrifying but like in the dating side like some people that's like because they don't know how to do it that's like the beginning point for them yeah but also craigslist craigslist for your beginning point because you don't know about online dating but also this was back when that was the only option of online dating because okay. it was basically personals from magazines or from like, newspapers like today's day i think you'd be like oh yeah let's go to Grinder. Well, yeah, but 2011 say, especially. Isn't Grinder that coffee app? Yes. <laughs> so, um, she gets a hundred messages. Uh, they're like, "What are you gonna wear, Jill?" And the the son does has a pretty good lines. He's like, "What are you gonna wear, Daddy?" In hell, because <laughs> he knows he set it up. So, um, Norm McDonald shows up out of fucking nowhere to go on this date. He sees Jill and he's like, uh, this is not the woman I thought it was going to be, but you clicked her profile. Right? Yeah. That's the other thing because even everything that Adam Sandler typed where it's like, I love uh, being a masseuse where it's like, just because she rubbed someone's back one time or something like it wasn't extreme lies. Everyone saw her photo like. And she hadn't even started talking to the guy yet. And the guy was already like, yeah, I don't feel great about this date. And so he hides in the bathroom. But like, there wasn't really a lie about the dating profile. No. It's just, it basically all Adam Sandler did was went to a different dating website and said, look at my profile on this dating website. Yeah, which I wouldn't click a link like that. Yeah, <laughs> no exactly. So I was like, that's fishing. One of the funniest jokes in this sequence, though, is that uh, the daughter's American Girl doll is dressed like Jill yeah, and even has like really a funny. Teeth, teethy <laughs> smile. She goes on her date with Norm. Surprise, surprise. Doesn't work out. Um, then, He's letting his salad warm up. Then because Jill is so upset uh jack is like i'm gonna take her to the to the uh the basketball game the the i keep wanting to say dodgers the lakers game um she's gonna feel a lot better if we do that so they get to the lakers game q b-roll uh there's there's kobe bryant worst thing to happen to him don't just everyone <laughs> stop and then don't. they show and then they show johnny depp worst thing to happen to johnny depp oh man. <laughs> the, then so then they show al pacino in this movie w worst actually thing worst thing to happen to al pacino in this movie that one's good <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys were reacting too hard that was the next <laughs> setup <laughs> Ugh, that was a really toey ground of setup <laughs> 
<laughs> so uh, Al Pacino is wearing a disguise and he's sitting there with Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp's also, like the disguise is a fake beard yeah a fake beard and he's like that's so, not a disguise why, why are you disguised like I don't want people to recognize me and then the jumbotron's no, like say, oh. he says I'm oh I'm I'm, I'm research, researching, researching for, for a, a character I'm researching for a character and he's like but he's like doesn't want to be recognized yeah. too and then the jumbotron's like Al Pacino like, famous person Kim <laughs> yeah. do they actually Johnny do Depp. that yeah Lakers they're sitting games? next to Johnny Depp and they're like Al Pacino is that a thing at Lakers? A games? famous person, I Cam? Don't Probably think not. So. Yeah. I do have like... to say, Matthew Lillard was at a uh, a Warriors game I went to, and he was mm. on the camera. He was sitting next to Snoop Dogg, oh. which was fucking wild. Did you hear Snoop Dogg has had his Twitch stream muted yeah. accidentally for three for days, days, but like hasn't noticed? And like, yeah. they, people don't know if he doesn't care or if he just he hasn't probably noticed. doesn't care. The dude's like, like sixty years old. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been muted for three days worth of streams. His streams though it's so funny to me <laughs> he's out there playing fall guys or something yeah sounds like his mic has been nah, i don't know drop it like it's hot whatever anyway so we're gonna <laughs> so um sounds like his mic hasn't been dropping it like it's hot because it's not hot <laughs> it's not hot it's not a hot mic so um al pacino is in love with uh jill he thinks she's sexy because she's from the bronx because she's from oh, the yeah. bronx and he thinks she's sexy i guess because, like, why would you just be like, hey, your locality turns me on? Yeah. Um, but she does. Locale sexual. Huh? Locale sexual. Locale I get turned on based on people's locations. It's like, I see you're within 10 miles of me. I'm yeah. torqued. <laughs> you know, I've gotten that message on Grinder before. Oh, well, that's more like <laughs> you're close to me and I have a boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. Um, well. well and, and in another funny scene, as they're driving back to their house from the game jill mentions that uh she's gonna stay through new year's and jack like crashes his car <laughs> and like does like a huge swerve and they don't address it and they just like go back on the road um so it's their birthday apparently uh jill's on about that old bullshit of like oh i'm the older twin <laughs> or he's the older twin how does it feel old man then she puts on her gross underwear um <laughs> So then they, you guys, chef's kiss, a scene that has aged like milk. They go to the surprise birthday party for Jack, and there's not one, but two sexual criminals in this scene. Oh, yeah. Jared from Subway is here. And Jill harasses him about like you ate that many sandwiches. I miss the fat. I miss the fat Jared, and the Sham Wow guy is oh, here. Oh God, he bit off that person's ear. He beat a, a a sex worker, and bit her ear. And bit her ear. And I'm like, did that happen after this? Because I felt like it happened before. That's what I thought too. And Billy Mays's ghost is. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, Jared, uh, I wish you, I bet you wish you could scrub that from your life. Oh, it's Vince. With OxyClean. Hi, it's Vince with the slap chop. He did come back for the slap chop. Yeah. That's right. And the sham wow. Vince with the sham wow. It's not a chamois. It's not a towel. It's a sham wow. Um, so <laughs> they make some jokes about like, because Jack wants to pawn Jill off. Uh, he goes to Nick Swartz and it's like, Oh, hey, like, this is my sister, Jill. Jill, did you know he's an atheist? And she's like, what? How 
could you believe that? How could you have the Grand Canyon without God? And then some other guy comes up and is like, you're an atheist, you piece of shit. And it's going to like beat his ass. <laughs> I was like, God. I've been there. <laughs> that is kind of like a reaction that some people have to that sometimes, which is like fucking crazy to me. You don't support a belief system? Nah. So, um... Jill gets upset after a birthday cake. Yeah, the, one the, birthday cake oh, gets yeah. brought She's like, out. One birthday cake. Mom always got us two. It's like that's a huge cake. It's like, what well, is mom? Also, here? B. This is a surprise birthday party for your brother. You weren't supposed to be here, so your brother didn't order the cakes. You're now shaming other people that put this party together. Hey, you're going Not a little too hard you. into the ending of this episode when we're all going to vote on if, if he was justified <laughs> or not. No, I agree with you. I think it's I. This was I wrote here. I was like, Jill is unreasonable. Yeah, yeah. And then Al Pacino proceeds to Matt Lauer her. Yeah, when she well, enters a room and he's just like, hey. <laughs> his suit is too big on him too. <laughs> yeah, he's he, this like, whole what? movie he's wearing suits too big. Is he um, and then he proceeds to take her to his house. He has a bunch of delicious desserts. Honestly, like there's probably Jill... several cream pies there. Not yet, but there will be. <laughs> Jill is so stupid for being like, I'm just not into Al Pacino. Like, just suck it up. I know, he's rich, he's famous. They play baseball in his house, and this is probably one of the best jokes of the movie, hands down. She hits this baseball, and it breaks his Oscar, and she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. You probably have more, right? And he's like, you would think that, but no. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, if you want to play into your theory about what this movie is, I'm like, that's why Al Pacino's in this movie. Yeah. He's like, you guys aren't going to recognize me. Fuck you. I'm going to do some shit like this. Um, I do hope he's not in the same situation as... Uh, I just drew a blank as to what his name is. The guy from Taxi Driver, Goodfellas. The guy that he makes a joke about being mixed up with. Robert De Niro? Robert De Niro? Does he make a joke about Robert De Niro? In this movie, he makes a joke about... Because, you know, they're listing off all, like, the movies, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, I was in that. And they're like, really? And he goes, no, that was... Oh, Robert says, De Niro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, Robert De Niro, sadly enough, is... Have you noticed he's in, like, everything now? And it's all really shitty? No. Like, Bad Grandpa. He was in, like, this other weird movie. Apparently, his ex-wife, like, controls his entire estate and is, like, oh, taking God. all of his money. So he has to work in tons of projects, regardless of how he feels about them, so that Dang. he can afford to live. <sighs> Which is, like... It's like a... A person that's stuck doing Adam Sandler movies. I know. <laughs> Adam Sandler's not stuck doing Adam Sandler movies. He's happy to do one. No, a person, not Adam. Jeez. Yeah, Kevin James. Kevin James is like a UFC guy now. He's like really into Just it. He did that one movie? No, 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 no. He's like really into it now. Mall Cop? Oh, no. Yeah, he's... Uh, this is when we learn that the, the gardener kind of has a oh, crush no this is where she runs away from robert oh. de niro right robert de niro al pacino, Sorry, al pacino. <laughs> this is where she runs away from al pacino and she doesn't want to wake up the family by going in the yeah. house so she sleeps in the woods so yes the i woods. did not write this in my Just notes because i didn't think this joke was that funny but jared does so go ahead jared and we see so she sleeps in the woods but the gardener wakes her up and uh, the bird's also out there with her because somehow the bird came outside. The but bird she didn't sweats go inside. Too, we learn. Yeah, <laughs> we also have to talk about the sweating the bed because that's me because I sweat the bed consistently. <laughs> I am such an easy fan sweater. Fan yes, sleep? I do. I am a very consistently bed sweater. You I need to wear some pull-ups. Sweat. <laughs> yeah. Right? But so he. It's been established too that the bird is like her night guard. It's like she's trained the bird. She wears to it in her mouth so up. she doesn't grind her teeth. <laughs> But so 
the homeless man has also established a camp back there and so he wakes her up the bird gets scared and flies away for a second and then they turn like they her and the gardener chat or something and she's like i was afraid to go inside and then they turn because they hear the bird say something and the bird's between two like halves of bread and the homeless man's about to eat it and he's like don't do that and he's like it flew between my bread So And that's the last time you see the homeless man. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> between my bread. <laughs> unfortunately, anytime they bring up this uh, Gardner character, it, it's, it's just, always incredibly racist. Extremely racist. At least he's actually Hispanic, though. Yes. Yeah, but it's but like, it doesn't help. It's like, hey. Well, what about the grandma they're about to introduce who has one tooth and is like. Ooh, oh, this God. is really bad. Yeah. The so whole thing is. The next whole, whole scene. montage is just. It's supposed to be endearing because he's like, oh, come with me to a park. I'll intru- I'll show you my family. And she has a really good time. She's included. She's never eaten this Mexican Juan, food. This is Juan. This is my cousin Juan. This is my cousin Juanita. Juanita. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm telling you, this was written for Rob Schneider, yeah. <laughs> that, this role. Um, she plays soccer. <laughs> they lift her on their shoulders and they look up her skirt. And he's like, I told you it wasn't a man. And then like someone gets money. It's Apparently... All- uh, Adam Sandler accidentally did expose himself at one point during filming. Are you serious? Be yeah, because of the skirt. That's hot. I know. He I had like, his balls out underneath it. He was not I wearing pro- anything else. Have you ever worn a skirt ever or worn a dress? And his, it like, feels great to wear. I do no have to underwear. say, aesthetic boobs. When Jonathan and I hosted Camp Frida, we had these shorts that he had bought for us to be camp counselors, and they got delivered that day. And when we took them upstairs to change, they were. Like, uh, let me say they would be purchased in one of those stores that sells jock straps. That's how short they were. You could say they were gay. They were long. I didn't want to say it. They were gay. They were were very small. Like, uh, like trunks. Barely above my balls. Or barely below. I gotta see photos from this event. Barely below. Barely above my balls. You're telling me they were above the taint? They were uh, allowing for underball. <laughs> no, they Just were barely. Just I didn't they, shave. They were barely below my balls. And I knew when I opened them that they were meant to be worn without underwear because they had the pouch in oh, them. Oh, yeah. And like runner shorts. Jonathan was like, I'm not wearing underwear with these. You can't. And I was like, I am. I'm not going to show everyone in this audience my fucking balls. Yeah. So he commandoed it. And then there was one point where we did like jumping jacks. And I was like, it's over. The show's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's going to see his balls. It's over. So, yeah, I have been there. Um, but, yeah, this whole sequence is incredibly racist. It's honestly, it's awful. The but grandma, anytime the grandma gets hurt, they're like, oh, uh, jalapenos, jalapenos. Maybe eat chilies. Yeah, it's fucking terrible. Yes. The whole point of the scene is to be like look jill's included yeah um next uh at jack's house al pacino's looking for him it's kind of funny like kicks the door open on the house and he's like where is she she's There's, here and jack's like she's not i'm pretty sure the entire script of scarface is in this movie probably yeah at least in like references. Yeah. Um. He goes upstairs and he sees her sweat mark and he's like, "Who's been laying with her?" Because there's the bird sweat mark too. <laughs> like, Why would you see a bird sweat mark and be like, "Someone else has been in this bed." Birdman. Oh. <laughs> but he lays in her sweat mark and he's like, "Oh, that's so good." I don't know. Uh, they made it like a sex yeah. person. Can you imagine this? He basically tells Jack, like, "Unless you give me my sister, I'm not going to do the commercial." And he's like, "Okay, okay, okay." So, meanwhile, Jill's being dropped off. 
And the gardener guy is like, oh, Felipe. He's like, oh, you know, you can go home. And she's like, oh, he's abusive to me. Not physically, as I would hurt him, but mentally. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, what the fuck? She proceeds to, he's trying to tell her that he like really likes her. He has a dead wife. Trying to tell her that he really likes her. Meanwhile, she's like shitting her pants in his seat. And she's like, I gotta go. And he's like, oh, yeah, the chimichanga drops is what he says. Chimichanga bombs. <laughs> chimichanga bombs. <laughs> she runs upstairs and she's farting. And um, Jack is like, oh, how was it? And she's like, he's like, oh, you're still not talking to us? And she's like, not I'm not talking to <laughs> Yeah, she's like, she's like, I gotta go. I have the chocolate squirties. Yeah. I gotta and, go like, make Katie chocolate squirts. Pudding. It doesn't even look like pudding. Uh, no, it looks like shit in a cup. Yeah. Was it like mole or something? No, it's supposed it's to be like pudding. pure shit. It's oh. <laughs> they actually it was, scooped it from it's her It's like ass. lumpy pudding. I thought it was mole. But um, I was eating it. <gasps> <laughs> you were eating. All of the computer. I was eating when this scene came on. And I like actually, I was going to go back for more food. And I was like, I'm done yeah. eating. It was so gross. And her farts were so fucking gr- like vile. Yeah, like They're like. <laughs> That's what your wife hears every morning, Tyler. I don't shit that often for a person with IBS. I have, I, I'm, I have IBS and constipation. It's a brutal mix. Thanks. So when it does come out, I'm in the bathroom like, like this, like, Argh! I have to put a towel over my head because the light's hurting me. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So you know what Carly's pregnancy pain will be. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. You're uh, like, I'm yeah. having a contraction. Of it's like, oh my gosh. Carly, I feel your pain. It's like, oh my god, I got crowned. I feel like I'm <laughs> shitting a knife. Brunk. Get there. Taking a whole new meeting to dropping the kids off at the pool. <laughs> I look in there. Actually, I realized we just accidentally played out an entire scene from Big Mouth. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a scene where his stomach, uh, the character Andrew's stomach hurts hell bad, and he finally, or maybe it's Nikki, and he has like poop shyness, and he finally shits, but it's like a birth scene in the woods, and he like carries it up, he has a huge shit log in his arms that's like wrapped in a blanket, and he's like, it's a shit, <laughs> and then it's like another one comes out, it's huge, he's like, it's twins. Oh, oh gross. So gross. So, uh, he invites Jill to their cruise that they're going to go on. The first opening scene of the cruise is, Welcome to Caribbean Cruise Line. Oh, yeah. A Royal Caribbean. It's like, okay, and that's it. And then they show you a Royal Caribbean commercial. And they film on the boat. On the boat. I don't know where they are. They're supposed to be in Spain, I guess. Um, He calls Al Pacino. Oh, this is the bird in the chocolate fountain scene, I will say. Um, if you didn't hear us talk about it briefly on the Phantom, this was a big thing on Tumblr for a while where like, you know, Tumblr, yeah. someone posted the, the gif of the bird in the chocolate fountain. And someone's like, you can't do that. That will kill your bird. And it was like discourse beyond belief until someone at the end was like, this is from Jack and Jill. <laughs> it's like, it's a <laughs> fake bird. Um, Adam Sandler calls Al Pacino. And like I said, we said earlier, this is just a setup. Someone talking on their cell phone was just a setup for this joke right here, which is that Al Pacino is giving a speech again in King Lear. Everyone's like, the phone starts ringing, he starts getting mad. It's his phone. And he answers it on stage. 
And yeah, he's talking. like a really good true actor. He brings his phone <laughs> on stage with um, him. Haven't you seen The Office when Andy is in um, uh, Sweeney Todd and his phone goes off and he's like, where's that bird? I don't watch <laughs> TV. You almost said bad TV, but you didn't want the discourse. You watch TV. Um, so I don't watch bad that TV. TV. So... He answers it. He's talking on the phone. He quotes Godfather. And then the, someone in the audience is like, did he just quote Godfather? And this other guy's like, yeah. And it was it's so beautiful. He's like crying over it. Um, he basically says, like, we're in Spain. And he's like, I'll be there. Bring her to my castle. Oh, and Bruce Jenner is playing. Yeah. Bruce. Uh, is it safe to say Bruce Jenner? Because it they is Bruce Jenner in this movie. At the, I believe since at the time that individual is Bruce. I was it curious about okay. this because I didn't know what to write in my notes. It is Bruce Jenner. They do say, um, Adam Sandler says, well, aren't you doing a show? And he's like, oh, it's a show in LA. They got Bruce Jenner playing this other character. And Bruce Jenner is there and he's on his phone on stage yeah. too. So Jack dresses up as Jill and it looks so good. Almost as if that's the thing that's happening the entire time during this movie. <laughs> like, like cantaloupes for the boobs and okay, a life. It could have been butt. at least like looked a little worse. Yeah, but it looks yeah. perfect. But it looks exactly like the character Joe, which so, I know he's playing both parts. <laughs> he comes out and his boobs are a little lopsided, and this restroom attendant is like, "Come here," which is a reference to. It's supposed to be like a reference to Pretty Woman because they mentioned that earlier. And he fixes the boobs and he's like, gives him a thumbs up. The only reason I'm really bringing that up is because, one, it's for a joke later. But two, that guy is in my favorite sketch comedy show. Uh, I think you should leave. He's a well-known character in one of the sketches. So if you listen to that or you watch that show, it's Ruben from the Car Ideas sketch. Uh, and he's going to be in something later. So um, we go to Pacino's castle. Jack slash Jill goes on this date with Al Pacino. Um Al Pacino is speaking Spanish to this guy on, that's like bringing them wine and the captions are like gobble 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 oh, and it also happened earlier when he was speaking French to his chef oh was it I didn't notice yeah. it it's just all gobble 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 pretty fun and then both times the person that he's speaking their native language to goes I don't know what you're saying <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so um Al Pacino lets everyone know that he has a tickle fetish He's like, I think that the way that you could find who a person really is is by tickling them. They show who they really are. Let me tickle you. And he's like, I haven't shaved in a while. He's like, it's okay. A woman should be natural. And then he starts tickling Jack slash Jill. And he breaks a plate. And he's like, wow, so powerful. So raw with emotion. It's so gross. What did Al Pacino oh, do to deserve no. this whole Poor movie? Al. Poor Al Pacino. I'm like, is he like not there? And somebody like convinced him to do this against his will is this elder abuse <laughs> like this is this is fucking sad um then on the cruise ship uh jill just mentions basically how much she loves her brother and she just wishes that he loved her that it's been hard because her mother passed away it's hard by herself meanwhile she's pumping massive amounts of iron and these two like german guys on the the boat can't as well just a little sight gag it's whatever this seems really throwaway but just establishing a bigger reason for why what's about to happen in the next scene with al pacino is a big deal um so al pacino starts talking shit about jack and he's just basically like he's a self-righteous asshole he thinks he's better than he is he's gonna write a book someday haha <laughs> okay and then uh jack is like well why do you like jill as jill 
And he's like, well, I see a woman who was always second fiddle to her brother, essentially. Like, never got what she wanted, while her brother got everything in the world. And he grew up to be a selfish asshole. And she stayed behind to take care of her family and got no recognition, while he got to go off and live his life. And all she wants is a little bit of recognition. And that's the way, that's why she is the way that she is. Okay, but what if she's a piece of shit? So then after this emotionally crushing monologue, Al Pacino just starts fucking singing out of nowhere. So Jack slash Jill rushes back to this cruise ship, finds out that Jill has left um, because she found out that he was out there trying to win over, that this whole thing was a setup for her to meet Pacino and get him the commercial, yada, yada, yada. Have you guys ever seen a character make a 180 in character development this fast before? No. no. In a matter of a scene changing, Jack is a good person now. Uh, Jill Maybe goes, he always was. I mean, he was. He has an obnoxious sister. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is. That is the moral of the story is that his sister actually is out of line and she is in the wrong. It's like Gail from Bob's Burgers. Yes. With the Where it's like, you just bus. gotta be nice around Gail because otherwise it's a problem. So just put up with it. So, uh, but I do love Gail. Jill goes back Megan to Megan Mullally. Uh. Uh, Jill goes back to <laughs> New York. She goes to the restaurant that her and her mother used to go to all the time for New Year's Eve, and then we get a character, of, or we get a table full of Adam Sandler characters who are far too busy doing whatever the fuck that is that they are doing <laughs> to be there. And one of them is David Spade as a woman, and best part of the movie. So great. Oh, yeah. Belly button ring. Belly button. With a belly yeah, cut out of their dress. on the dress. <laughs> David Spade just was the And host. a boob diamond on the dress. Yes, and a boob diamond. David Spade was just the host of the first episode of Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it was so good. It was so good. Some girl thought he was Dave Chappelle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she came downstairs. She's like, oh, my God, Dave. And he was like, I guess I'm Dave now. He like said that. And then she's like, I'm so excited to meet Dave Chappelle. It's like, could not have been more wrong. <laughs> oh, no. So, um... She starts getting bullied by this crew of people because they knew her growing up. And then Adam Sandler shows up and is like, hey, don't do that. And then... Basically. Yeah, and then Jill and David Spade's woman character get in a fight. <laughs> and she kicks and his ass. And it's really good. Yeah, it's a really good fight. And then Al Pacino shows up out of nowhere researching another role. He's scared Don of Quixote. fans. Yeah. He's for Don Quixote. Yeah, Don Quixote. And she's like... Oh, Hunchback of Notre Dame? That was <laughs> That's the one. Is that the one with the bells? Yeah, no, he's got back problems, but he rings bells to help it <laughs> no, out. No, 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 that's, that's uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, she's like so no. he tells her, like, I don't want you to love me if you don't love me. Like, I just want what's best for you, basically, is what he says. And then lo and behold, Felipe has decorated her house, blah, blah, blah. They love The house other. is, like, coated in snow in one previous scene. That, like, and then now even... it's not. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> has his own kids, like, get all of the snow off the yard and the house and all of the all the plants in the yard. I'm yeah. Like, That's a bit excessive. And potopiarian of, of yeah. hearts. So then, ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for, we lead right into the Dunkachino commercial uh... <laughs> of uh, Al Pacino rapping <laughs> about Dunkin' Donuts. Um, and then, uh, he's sitting there with Adam Sandler, with Jack, and he's like, burn this. Burn it. This never sees the light of day. Who's seen this? Well, no one really, my wife, she doesn't talk about it. It's going away. And I'm like, now on to what you said. I'm like, is this line 
Adam Sandler writing personally about this movie? Him being like, Probably. burn this. Don't ever. Yeah. He got $20 million for this movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was trying to shoot himself in the foot. I, do, I think, too. I think he was like, okay, no more comedies for me. Yeah. Like, he was trying to pull a Matthew McConaughey when Matthew McConaughey was like, don't put me in romantic He was comedies. like, how do I get back to the Spanglish zone? Spanglish, Punch Drunk Love, eventually uh, Uncut Gems. Yeah. He deserves better. He I does. like Adam He was supposed to be in fucking Inglorious Bastards, but he was filming something else. Jack and Jill. the The bear jew role was written for him by quentin tarantino it was supposed to be adam sandler supposed to be a bit part but then he couldn't do it so that's why eli roth is in it is that a bummer yeah well that's jack and jill (laughs) um yeah hopefully we covered it enough what a two depressing movies in a week or in a in a row that is in a row there's only this one Ah, shut up. That brings us to the Jaws scale. Peyton, go ahead and give us your Jaws. Uh, Jaws 4. It was not that great. It was a little entertaining at the beginning, and then it just petered out from there. And I honestly, I think that she was like self-centered, like we said. They're both bad people. I mean, maybe Adam Sandler, Jack was like a little bit, kind of just had that like sibling, like rivalry, yeah. a little too much and could have eased up on her. But, yeah, she's just self-centered, so I don't know if she really deserves it, but she definitely doesn't not deserve it. I agree. Jarrett? Uh, yeah, it's a Jaws 4, and she deserves all of it. She's just, she's doing it all for herself. I think yeah. Jack has every right to be like, yeah, you're kind of annoying and horrible, because if you don't call out that type of behavior, it's not going to get fixed. Yeah, and, and Jack it was her was just... choice to stay behind. But she was consistently also growing up, trying to make it just a her and a Jack thing, and Jack was like, listen, we're our own individual yep. people, so fucking be and that, yourself. I think that's a problem she with, was with like, twins, mm. specifically, is is like that they can't separate themselves. And also, that's probably his problem with Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm going to give this a three if what okay. Jarrett said is true about this movie <laughs> um, I, would give it a, I would give it a three regardless of that because I don't want to give it a four because I want people to watch it if they haven't seen it already because Ooh, really mean. it's kind of like astounding that this film exists yeah like I'm like really go watch this because it's nuts um it's on prime for free it's on prime for free also yeah. i don't want to give it a three because the phantom really deserved a four and i, I feel mean to this movie by giving no. it a three i'm just phantom saying that to be mean to Peyton. uh it's a three closer to a four than a two but uh I, only because if what jared is saying is true i think this movie has some merit that you should go watch it i could see that i could too also i, I, be- I believe that she fully deserves to be shunned from her family she's a piece of shit like uh and I wonder if that's what Adam Sandler's trying to say. It's like, hey, these characters aren't good. These characters yeah. aren't fun. They're not cool. Like they're racist. Stop. Yeah, they're racist. Stop making them. Like stop doing them. Yeah, that because could be. he does bring it up where she says, or when people say awful stuff around him, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, don't say like that's fucked up. Well, I like I can say that because I'm in that group. Yeah. Oh. Dang. Oh my god, is this movie deeper than we thought? This we is Christmas girls? cranks all, with the cranks all over minds. again. <laughs> oh my god. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was Jack and or Jill. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this adventure through one of the worst movies I've ever watched on this show, The Phantom. Uh, you can find all of our merch <laughs> and links at linktr.ee slash bombs away podcast. 
Um, join us next week for... You know what I always mention that? Maybe this show is about movies that you thought were bad but deserve redemption. Phantom. Uh, not The Phantom. Next week is an absolute, hands-down, personal favorite movie of mine. I have watched it like three times in the past year. Jared just farted. Um, right into Peyton's face. Join us for the reason why there are no more live-action Dr. Seuss movies. Or Michael Myers movies. Or my, No, that's, that's Love Guru. We're not doing that. Don't think we're doing that. Uh, join us for The Cat in the Hat. A great fucking romp. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's only good for that meme that we all know where your cat in the hat's about to beat someone up with a baseball bat. Um, also good There's for when they're like, really funny wow, lines. it's like we're on a ride. And he's like, yeah, like a ride on at Universal Studios Orlando. And he winks and he's like, ka-ching! And then the scene <laughs> continues again. It's a good movie. I saw it in theaters. I did too. Yeah. So good. I so yeah, join us next week one. for me just jerking off the cat in the hat because it's such a good movie. Oh, so this is your Phantom. The Phantom's bad. So the and then in in a, in a, the next episode after that is our next Bargain Bonanza. We mentioned it's going to be Resident Evil 1 through 3. And then smack dab right into ho- all of our Halloween quote unquote movies. And the Halloween movies that we're going to be covering are all threes. They're all the third in the sequence. Halloween because three? That's Wishmaster where 3? we are. Oh, wait. No, we've done that. Or that's just we're going for it. We can tease it. Yeah. Don't Halloween. talk about them. Don't tell them. Halloween 3, because Peyton just said it. Oh, damn it. And that's it. I'll just say that one. That's the first That'll one. That'll be a fun one. Yeah. I'm excited. I love Halloween 3. Well, ladies and gentlemen, oh, yeah. that does it for us here at Bombs Away. Thank you so much. Um, if you see Adam Sandler on the street, give him a hug. I think he needs I it. I think he needs it. <laughs> and um, yeah, thank you so much. Good. I mean... You see him at Disneyland sometimes. He's there all the time. Yeah. Carly's dad ran into him, I've seen him in, in the queue for uh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Adam. And he was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys again so much. Uh, have a good one. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>